This is Adventures in Sound at the Premises Studios. Adventures in Sound is a new podcast brought to you by Folded Wing, exploring the creative processes happening behind the studio doors here every single day. My name is Anne Frankenstein. Uh, I live in Hackney, not far from the premises studios, so I'm well aware of its iconic status in the neighbourhood. I moved to London when I was 19. I came here to study music. I'd passed by the premises many times and always seen like cars with tinted windows parked outside and stuff like that. And, um, you know, being in the cafe right now, which is attached to the studios, it's an absolute smorgasbord of different celebrity pictures on the wall. I see Julian Joseph. I I see Izzy Bizu, the Arctic Monkeys, I see Temper Trap, KT Tunstall, Little Boots, and that's just in my eyeline from where I'm sitting in one corner of the cafe. So many, many iconic artists have recorded here. This is Adventures in Sound at the Premises Studios. On this episode, we'll be talking to some of the producers and writers who work in the building about how to write the perfect top line. So for those that don't know, a top line is uh, the melody or the hook including the lyrics of a song. So it's basically the bit that you sing along with, the bit that gets in your ear, becomes a bit of an earworm and pulls you in. This is Adventures in Sound. Episode 1. This episode we'll be hearing from... My name's Jay Wilcox. I do musical direction for different artists. Zach Abel, Izzy Bazoo, Khalees. Yeah, and I'm George, songwriter, rapper primarily, try to sing. Hey everyone, my name is Hannah V and I'm a producer, songwriter, keyboard player and pianist. Stop and start again. Hey, this is Jamie Liddell. I'm a writer, producer, engineer, amongst other things. They're going to be letting us inside their studio to look at the glue that holds any song together. Melody and lyrics, also known as top lines. The premises has a long history of supplying the charts with some great music. Even some of the reception staff here are responsible for hits by Little Mix and others. I have to admit, I personally am a little bit obsessed. There's one Little Mix song that I absolutely love. I think it's called Black Magic, which has a touch of Cindy Lauper about it. Let's hear from Jay Wilcox and George. Which top liners are truly owning the charts right now? Recently, one of my favourite melodies that I just think is what probably one of the most genius vocal melody top lines I've ever heard. And that's a bold claim, but I'm going to say it anyway, is Work by Rihanna. I just think where the guy who wrote that put every single note in the verse and where the chorus goes, I can't reference that to anybody else. And that's that's where I see genius. Yeah, it's a song that like, work, work, like anyone can sing it in the world. Like we were saying this before, it's more... It's not necessarily about displaying your vocal range now, more it's about finding that comfort zone which everyone can relate to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like... Well, 
Well, my favorite top liner is my friend JP Cooper. Let me just read you some of his lyrics. So this is one of his songs called Color Me in Gold. And it starts, this is how he starts. This is how crazy he is. You color me in gold, lips like petals on my throat, and those fingertips like paintbrush strokes, paper boats, softly float like a song we wrote. You color me in gold Lips like petals on my throat And those fingertips like paintbrush strokes Paper boats softly float Like a song we wrote very, very different to most people that I work with. Um, so he kind of comes in, has this big, beautiful, leather-bound A4 book that's in a special case, and he gets that out. And then sometimes he'll just sit in the back of the studio and he'll just be like, all right, Hannah, just play. He has a way of, um, of getting over an emotion for a situation you never even you, you don't even have for example when he writes about his son I don't have children but I feel that pain and that pang and that love as if I had kids and I think if you can do that as a lyricist that's the secret isn't it that's magic darling you sent me I know you something really simple that like Sam Cooke you send me it's like a really like we sing it to Julian, our boy, and like it's funny because it, almost in this day and age, it's just too basic in a way. You know, words and, and melody have to go hand in hand. Look at Billie Jean, you know. When he goes, the kid is not my son. It's about like delivering the urgency of the lyric with the melody you know you do a reach on a on a word usually or an emotion that's coming out that's when it's really potent you need me to get that together so we can get together the best top liner of right now it's got to be between Ed Sheeran and Drake they've written probably between them all the catchiest songs of the last seven years But if I was gonna like try to come up with like a like a system, I would you like say, say the number of quotable lyrics Drake. per person. Yeah. Like Drake and Ed Sheeran <laughs> yeah, between Drake them. And Ed Sheeran. If you had to put all the lyrics that you could remember in a bag, That's I think true. that most people could put like more Drake and That's Ed Sheeran true. lyrics in a bag than anyone else. I'd, I'd give you that one. My favorite top line in the world is probably Johnny Mitchell. It's the lyrics really for me that I just find so, I mean, mind-blowing, really. It's just the beauty, the poetry of simple situations, you know, songs like I Could Drink a Case of You, just that line alone just is ridiculous. And Joni goes a little something like this.
Well, I've noticed a penchant for the Gaelic inflection. <laughs> My combination is like soul and Gaelic. We call it Marvin Gaelic. <laughs> Melody 101 from me. A lot of big songs, if you listen out for them, you know, people like Sheeran and stuff, they're slags for the Gaelic. She played the fiddle in an Irish band, but she fell in love with an Englishman. Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hands of baby, I just want to dance. My pretty little Galway girl. It's almost the essence of an anthem in a way. You can be as pissed as you like, basically, and still somehow manage to hold it down. <laughs> it's almost like this tr- this, the test of a really potent melody is like getting absolutely hammered. Obviously, I'm not like condoning this, but were you to be absolutely hammered and still be able to hold down the melody, you're probably onto quite a winner. Adventures in Sound at the Premises Studios. I'm Anne Frankenstein. Adventures in Sound is an exclusive fly-on-the-wall look inside the studios at the premises and the creative process behind each door. This episode, we'll look at the glue that holds any song together. Let's hear from Jay and George on what they think is more important, the beat or the melody. I would say, right now, I think melody might be winning. I've heard a lot of beats come out in the last year, especially in like the genres of maybe like rap and R&B. The beat doesn't really sound like it's finished. But what is on top of the beat, the melody, the top line, the way the person has approached it and the subject matter is the thing that everybody latches onto. And there's a lot of bedroom producers out here mm. who haven't been producing very long, so they don't really have an idea of like how to polish a record the way that like some people in this building might be able to. But they do know what they like. I stay spitting cause I'm outspoken. I'm at the pub outside in the rain smoking. Man's up on the inside, clocking, getting kicking. It's been a long, long day like the summer solstice. I think melody is something that's like quite instinctive. You might be able to go uni and be amazing at making beats, whereas melody is something that kind of sets you apart from everyone else. You're listening to Adventures in Sound. Adventures in Sound. So what if you're struggling to come up with your own hooks or melodies or maybe you've got some awesome chords but need that finishing touch and uh, I know from my own experience that last hurdle when you're trying to decide whether or not something is finished that's where I usually fall down. In particular I'm thinking of a track that I worked on with the Gene Dudley group called Jackpot where I worked on the melodies and the lyrics, wore myself out and then when I was ready I handed it back to put in those finishing touches. So let's get some advice from our premises residents on how to go about writing those all-important top lines. So my advice for budding top liners is um, do your homework. Like, listen to the greats. Listen to Stevie, Carol King. You make me feel You make me feel like a natural woman Natural I think you'll soon notice that not everything has a pattern. They just kind of write in whatever way they want to write. You just got to kind of keep doing it and 
and letting it go quite soon too I find um, when people start out and I, I know I was like that I, I just stayed on, on one song for way too long I just I put so much weight on it like this is the one this is the best song I've ever written whereas nowadays you know in the studio I'm working on minimum four or five songs a week so the second I write it I have to let it go because I have to you know work on the next song next week um, next the next day but what that means is that when you get back to stuff you're quite fresh you're quite there's not so much weight on it which means your instinct can carry you through the songwriting process a lot of the time depends if you're writing for yourself or you're writing for someone else you know I like people like Duke Ellington what are like a master of doing this he knew who was in his band so he wrote parts for everyone's strengths you know so it's like knowing who you're working with if you're working with a singer that has got a beautiful top end like Sam Smith you know he's got that amazing falsetto like that's using Sam Smith's falsetto in a song will probably make it much more amazing. Like, if you don't use that part of his voice, you're missing out on a certain power, especially if you've got beats and stuff. So obviously, when Disclosure worked with him, it just worked so well, that combo, you know? The hardest thing in any kind of creativity is recognizing when something good happened. You can make all day, but it's kind of like, that's the bit. You know, that's the genius of a good producer. That's the genius of a good arranger. So it's kind of like cultivating your mind to look out for those bits. That's the advice I'd give. Any advice for songwriters? Um, just keep writing, literally. Even I was on the way here on the train and I had a melody in my head, so I got my phone out and I was voice noted it to myself quickly on like a packed train and people were looking at me like, this idiot, what's he doing? But but I think, yeah, it's important to keep writing and keep trying to like push yourself outside your comfort zone. I have a thing, a weird thing that I say to myself, well, if it's good enough, I'll remember it, which is just not, not true. That's the probably most important thing, practice and also write everything down and that's the only way you can refine your ideas the more you write them look at them live with them learn to notice the ones that suck and why they suck doing styles on them like it's common sense hopped out the bends like it's common sense put a monkey on my feet like it's common sense got gorillas in the streets like it's common sense stack the money heads up like it's second nature got a stay pulled up like it's second nature keep a chip in my hair like it's second nature big and that was an example of a brilliant top line Jay Huss with Common Sense thank you to Jamie Liddell Jay Wilcox George and Hannah V for sharing their knowledge on writing the perfect top line I'm Anne Frankenstein and you've been listening to Adventures in Sound at the Premises Studios if you like what you've heard please head to foldedwing.co.uk for more info don't forget to tune in next time for a fly on the wall look at the world class production that goes on within these walls and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you've heard this is adventures in sound at the premises studios